everybody, welcome to the Two Hoods. Today we're going to be talking about moon landings. Yes, we're going to be talking about moon landings, right? Because it's in the news. Now, once I see, I don't really watch much, much news, but I do scroll my phone a little bit and do other things. And when I see a topic coming up uh, more than three times, I usually start to look into it. So it's the 50th anniversary of the alleged moon landings, right? Uh, America going to the moon. So let's just give a little backstory. For anybody who doesn't uh, know about this and is not aware and might have just clicked this podcast out of curiosity. Uh, in the 60s, uh, President Kennedy and uh, Russia were in a little bad. Well, basically, President Kennedy said we're going to go to the moon. We're going to put the first man on the moon. A couple other countries, I think China, Russia, trying to do it, whatever. And um, from, from, from what I've gathered over the years, it seems like people did really try uh, I don't know if people completed it, but it seems like Russia tried and a lot of people died. It seems like uh, a lot of people died in, uh, on, in these attempts. But whatever the case, that's the back story. Uh, in 1969, we allegedly did it, and then we did 12 subsequent uh, missions for the next three years. They were called the Apollo missions, where um, these guys, Neil Armstrong, I think was the first one, uh, Buzz Adrian, I think his name is, but the point is, these guys allegedly uh, used something called the lunar module, right, to go to the moon, and they landed on the moon, took pictures, planted a flag, danced around like idiots, and then got back on the module. Uh, I think they had like a hovering spacecraft that connects to the module or some shit that connects, and they went back to the Earth, come through the Earth, boof, land safely, tell the story. But... As you see video of them launching and you see video of them there, video that you don't see is the travel. You don't see them exiting the earth, but we'll get into all that. You don't see them launching back. You only see them there and them going in the sky. So it's not really conclusive proof, uh, but that's the backstory. So now, at the time, everybody didn't believe it, but it wasn't the time of the internet. So over the last, I would say 10, 15 years, the, the amount of people, just like a lot of things have been questioned, right, because we can share information now, a lot of people have uh, questioned the validity of the movement. Now, it's nothing new, but I think uh, the fact that people can, because um, you have, uh, like, uh, you have documentaries and shows and movies, little mini movies that came out in the 70s about how fake this was. So people didn't believe it right from the gate. But now, just like if something fake happens today, uh, people can just all get on the internet and just quickly kind of like mass together and, you know, question something. So in the last 15 years, it has really been questioned, did we ever go to the moon? Me, myself, I never questioned it when I was young, right? I didn't even think about it. I was like, I went to the moon, whatever. Fine. And uh, if you listen to my other podcast, you'll know that just like 9-11 and other things, when people just brought information to me, it was always, I always loved the way it was brought to me. It was just like, hey, look at this. And, you know, I'm, I'm an independent critical thinker, and I'll make my own decision if I believe something or if I don't believe it. And uh, that's my right. So when I uh, thought about it, right, I said, oh, it's kind of wild, but I started to look into it. I looked at how did they get there? And as more I looked into it, and I actually looked at the footage and the things, it's like, there were like tons of inconsistencies, inconsistencies, and um, 
it just it didn't look real. It didn't look real. And I, I've detailed this before, but I'm gonna go into I'm gonna go into it now because uh, it's the perfect time because it's in the news. So people don't believe it, but you know they've been asking for some evidence. So what evidence are people asking for? Uh, if you read the mainstream news or you talk to any matrix-minded individual, they'll tell you that this has been proven. It's been proven. Why would they lie about this? All the people involved. Uh, so we're going to go and debunk some of these things that they say. So people, first, one thing people say, all these people involved, somebody would have come out, you idiot. Like everything, somebody does come out. And you same people call them kooks, you call them traitors, liars, whatever. So people all the time expose people. What did Snowden do, right? He showed you everything that these people do. And you, what do people call him a traitor? So it's not about somebody coming out and telling you something from inside. There are people that worked at NASA. Uh, my, my good friend, his father was an engineer who happened to work at NASA, and I would never ever say his name, but he explained to, he told this guy two things one time. He said, uh, what, what they have going on is really crazy there, and a lot of that stuff you see about space travel is just not real. So this is a person, I don't know what capacity he worked in, but this is just one person. So if this person came out today and said this, would everybody just change their mind? No. So first thing is when people say, Oh, somebody would have exposed it. Many people expose things all the time and have exposed this specifically. But people don't believe them. Their voices are suppressed, so on and so forth. Another thing you'll hear is why would they do this? Now, this is a question that I hate to say it, but it's probably not even worth answering. Because if a person, that they're probably not there yet to understand the powers of their beliefs and the limitations that come with belief systems, right? So as expansive or as expansive as your belief system is as expansive as you can grow mentally and experience things on this and in this plane so a lot of people will say oh why would they lie so why would they lie you don't think there's a difference if you are the center of the universe or you're just a little speck within a speck within a speck within a speck right if i think that's a big difference that's a big difference if you if you knew your true power and you knew you could manifest and you could do a ton of things that, you know, people have said they've done, but you thought probably, you know, you couldn't do. I don't see how you don't see the power in telling you lies about what space is, what the proximity of the earth is, things of that nature. So now, first thing, I don't necessarily believe anything. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I don't, I can't tell you about these things. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, space travel is not real or this or that. I can tell you what's logical and what's not What's not logical. I can tell you what's, uh, in my opinion, what's clearly a lie. I can tell you what's just a, what I call a irrational response. So uh, let's get into it. So we know how people respond to this. Some of the common things they say when you read it in the news, they'll always say, how idiotic you are, how stupid it is. It's just like this is not even worth responding to. You've heard me talk in other videos about conspiracies and one thing I always say in the conspiracy videos and you heard me talk about moon landings and conspiracy videos is you have to watch, um, you know, the people that are gonna insult you be, uh, when you try to just question the bullshit that they tell you and they call you the conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't sit in my house and whip up conspiracies. I'm told things that are forced upon me from you and your media and some of it I don't believe. And then I ask rational questions 
for proofs of what you allege. You allege something that I think is extravagant or extraordinary, right? I don't believe what you showed as evidence. And I'm asking for more conclusive evidence. If that is a conspiracy theorist, eh, I don't know. That sounds like a, a, a critical person, a critical thinker who's saying, hey, you told me a lie. Have we never been lied to? Has anybody never told you a lie and you knew they were lying and you wanted to question them on them or you questioned them on it? Come on, let's be real. So if, if I say, like, example, you hear me talk all the time about my algorithm. I am a black man, 39 years old, a self-educated, self-taught programmer. There is lots of reasons to believe I'm lying. I am sensible enough to understand that most people would never believe anything I'm saying until you sat down there with me, asked me any question that came to your head, and I just answered it fluidly, and then showed you things on the computer uh, with me programming, with me showing you back tests, with, you, with me explaining how I superimposed indicators over price series to you know, scale them out and things like this and all these other things. And then after a while, you would probably say, oh, wow, you really did do this. All right, fine. But understand, I wouldn't get upset with you if off the jump, I make this extraordinary claim that I trade over 80% accuracy, right? In win-loss ratio, over two to one risk reward, disposition, how long you spending winners to losers over two and and other factors sharp 122 sharp ratio these are insane things that you've probably never heard of that you that only the top wizards of the world uh you've heard trade at these type of metrics right consistently so i'm just entering that world mind you so i've i i've played with algorithms for a long time i i i've done some they were all pretty decent but this one that I have now is insane and I've had it for a few months. So the point is, if somebody was to ask me, hey, you know, truth hurts. <laughs> you know, you're making this extraordinary claim that you've done something that most people can't do. Can you give me some conclusive evidence? Now, if you ask me for this, I, I, I would give you conclusive evidence. But here's the difference. One, I'm not making that claim. Actually, I am making a claim, but I'm not making it to the world. Like, you know, I'm not out publicizing it. This is for my listeners. You know, if I was, right, if I was here on the media saying, hey, I've done this, right, and people question me, obviously with something like an algorithm, it's a little bit you know, privacy and proprietary nature, but still, if I made the claim, that means I want the glory, let's be real, because <laughs> if you don't want the claim, if you don't want the glory, you don't make the claim, just do it for whatever research purposes and just whatever. They did it to get the glory with all this. That was a glory. It looked like a TV production. It's a glory thing with the flag. It's glory. Fighting Russians for, you know, whatever. Space race. That's that's glory. So if you do something for the glory, then you have to have the proof. Or you can't get mad. And I don't think it's logical to get mad if you do something that people have never done before, right? Like, I don't think anybody ever went outside of low orbit Earth before that, right? At least proven. Maybe things did. But in modern history, nobody did that. So if you're the first people to go to the moon, like, come on, this is an insane accomplishment. I get why you would want the glory. But I also understand why people would question you. And to think that people are not supposed to question extraordinary claims. I mean, this is where we've come to as humanity. But I mean, that's just insane to me, like to not question an extraordinary claim. If you, if you make a claim that, yes, I've penetrated out of the Earth's atmosphere into space 
to the moon, right? And we landed on the moon. That's fine. I believe that can happen. We, you know, uh, we have uh, rocket technology and tons of, of intelligent, super intelligent, ingenious people on this planet that have deep understanding of all sorts of systems, physics to, uh, you know, uh, electricity, the magnetism, and all things that would affect something like, uh, you know, space travel, vacuums, how things operate, everything. I get it. But now you made the claim that you've done it. Like something that I feel that, you know, if, if you ask me in my logical mind, what do I feel would have been a real type of scenario, which is, you know, if they try to go to the moon, a, a lot of attempts, a lot of deaths, a lot of failures. And then maybe one day they, they, they get, they like break past one barrier and then people never come back. And then one day they finally get it, you know, and it, and it happens. But the way this happened is like people were dying things were going bad and then everything just worked smooth it was almost like they were really trying they stopped because they realized that you know what we need to learn a lot more we can't do this yet and then they just put on a show that's what it looks like in my opinion but to move on you make the extraordinary claim i don't think it's illogical for people to question so now what evidence do we have right people may say oh we have evidence they have video well think about it You've, if you've heard my other podcast, you've heard me say, when we talked about space travel, how it was brought to my attention. I never questioned it either. It was brought to me. So somebody said, all the pictures are fake. And we said, all the pictures are fake. I started looking. All the pictures are fake. They're all CGI. Everything that NASA put out is just disgusting. Once you really look at it, it's just, I was like, oh my God, it's just not even real pictures. Who takes these pictures? Like, the whole thing is wild. So, if... Uh, all of these, if we, 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 like, we, just like with space travel, right? We have never seen anything ascend from the ground, go up, penetrate through this atmosphere, and then be in space. You've never seen it. At best, you've seen their shit shows where they show you something going up into the sky, and that's true. And then the camera goes off of it, and then poof, they're in space looking back at the Earth, right? Or poof, they're already on the moon, like you saw. It was just, it just doesn't look real. So uh, all of these years, as technology and, and, and film, everything has developed, um, it wouldn't be hard to attach something to, uh, you know, one of these structures to record that part of the process, because that's the. There's two key points, like a few key points where that people just don't believe it, that could actually debunk every conspiracy theory, quote unquote, you understand? And that's just showing something leaving this atmosphere, right? Or show something entering the atmosphere. In space, poof, through the turbulence of entering through these atmosphere. It should go, it should, have, it should, it should be a lot of turbulence and different things. And then steadying up as it gets into the world and vice versa in the world through the turbulence, through the mass, and into space. You've never seen this, you probably never will. If anybody has anything, please contact the Truth Hurts for Lies Kill. And, you know, we have a YouTube page. Please just feel, you can go in there and message Truth Hurts or just write in the, what, just write in the comment. I'll see it where I can find this because I'll definitely speak about it. So, you, you see the backstory here. You see why people don't believe it. First thing we detailed was things change, right? So why hasn't this changed? In 1969, five 
MB processor was about the size of a table. Now it's like maybe the size of your pinky. Right, it's developed. So you mean to tell me the technology came out in 1960, in the 60s, right? And you guys were able to do this from 69 to 72 at that level. And with that disgusting looking lunar module that looks like something my nephews could have created. You did that. And then in these 50 years, that technology has not expanded and expanded and expanded and expanded. It's talking about there's no reason to go to the moon. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? So you mean to tell me everything develops. The first car doesn't look anything like the cars now. The first airplane doesn't look anything like the airplane now. And everything else, the first radio, the first everything develops. Every technology develops. It actually develops at an insane rate. So you mean to tell me that this technology came out in 1969 and you mean by the time I was born in 1980, it wasn't just a regular part of life, space travel? You mean to tell me 30, 40 years later, we're still just talking about possibly taking people to the moon and to Mars and on space tri trips? Just now, we're just talking about this? Nobody was able to do anything to con conclusively prove that this is like not hard, like not this is not hard, but it's so doable just doesn't make sense now in the in the in the light of being questioned like you have people like now violently just questioning these people and they still don't provide any evidence so just taking an indignant response to it i would say just shut up with your claims because that's like me making my claims right like in one day i don't know how big this podcast is gonna get you know i have maybe a couple thousand uh, views and stuff like that now you know it's a small community but it's growing it's a small community though so i don't know how 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 big this will get so if one day i step up the game with this and say hey this is who i am and i want the recognition i want the recognition for the truths that i brought to the earth <laughs> to the world right and to the people and i want recognition for my algorithm and people start saying i want now mind you now i don't want i don't want any recognition for my algorithm i develop my algorithm so i can get on here and make videos and podcasts like this and not worry about it affecting my employment <laughs> to be honest with you so i wanted i do that for the money for my family and my social change the things that i try to change in society but if i wanted clout if i wanted fame for it and i come out and i say i want respect i show my face right i want respect for this algorithm so now i want the glory at that moment i am susceptible to all attacks and to be honest Rightfully so. I deserve to be questioned once I come out and say I've done something that is like probably in the top 1% of the people. Come on. Right? No matter, even if I was a different person, right? A rich, young, well educated white person who went to Harvard and I made the claim, you still would have to back it up. So now I'm a young black guy. <laughs> from an inner city, self-taught now. You know, I went to school, I'm not stupid, obviously, but I, I'm still self-taught at this. Nobody taught me finance, I taught it myself. I read 100 plus books. I read books on machine learning, uh, AI, programming. Every major trader, every major investor that ever existed. <laughs> the top hedge fund managers. I studied James Simmons, I've studied Ken Griffin, I've studied Citadel, Two Sigma, I've studied uh, statistical analysis. I've studied data, data. I've studied everything myself. So now it's still a wild claim. So once I want the glory, people can question me. And once they question me, I don't know about you guys, 
but I think it would be rather suspicious for me to come out, want this glory, and then when I'm questioned, I can't provide you any conclusive proof. I could easily, if I think hard enough, sit here and say, how can I prove this, show my algorithm without giving away anything that somebody who understands this world could take what I'm, you know, what I showed and, and, and replicate it or reverse engineer it or even sabotage it, right? I would think of, because once I want the glory, I, I have to put it out to back my claims. But I, I would make sure I did that, but give you something that was proof enough to say, wow, this guy really did master this algorithm and understands this price series, this specific price series, and also this this specific type of ebb and flow frequency mover in markets, right? So I would have to provide that. And if I came to you like, oh, I don't have to provide it, I don't have nothing to prove, then why did I say this to you? I have nothing to prove. I should have kept it to myself. I can't tell you I did something extraordinary. I'm not telling you that I, I hit a three-pointer in basketball. I'm not telling you, you know, I'm like really fast. You know what I mean? Like I'm not telling you something that's, you know, pretty cool. You know, like I'm, I won a video game tournament when I was 15, right? Like I'm not telling you stuff like that. I'm telling you I created a fucking algorithm that is damn near a cash machine. That is unbelievable. Now, let me tell you something. As a trader and person who dealt with this, I would have thought it was probably unbelievable. Or not unbelievable, but I would have thought it's kind of like, if somebody would have made the claim even before I did what I did, I would have said, hey, could you just show me something? Because I would have been like skeptical. I would have been skeptical. And I would have needed to, I would have needed to see it. So I fully understand the questioning. And I, and I, I also am subject to it and I welcome it. Because here's the thing, when you're not full of shit and when you're not lying, when you're not trying to deceive people, you really have nothing to hide. Like you welcome conversations and questionings and interrogations because how are you gonna trip me up on something that I do? I live this, I breathe this, I am this. I am this. I am everything I say on this podcast. So to question me on these things, I welcome it. You're just setting yourself up for you know a bad debate where you're gonna probably end up looking foolish because I'm not lying. Now, have I ever lied in my life? Of course I have, right? And if you if you caught me at a time when I was a teenager and I was lying to my mother about something, or in, when I was young and in trouble at work or some stuff, and I was lying, you'd have questioned me if you went hard enough. You would have, you know, maybe even if I didn't crack, because I was a pretty strong guy, but even if I didn't crack, you would have seen enough holes in my story, right? Which is what we see with these movements. Holes in the story. Holes in the story that the answers are not conclusive. If you question me on my stuff, I would give you answers that were so conclusive, you'd have to stop questioning me. Or you would just probably be antagonistic, like, I'm just going to keep messing with you. We haven't got those. So let's wrap this up. We're not going to go too far with this, but let's just review some of this stuff because it's going to be in the news. If you haven't seen it, it's the 50th anniversary. So next couple of days, uh, probably for the rest of the weekend, uh, it's going to be in the news. And... um, you know, here are just some things. So you can, as far as all the inconsistencies with the moon landing, you can go and find that in many videos. There's tons of stuff. Um, and, and what I would encourage you to do is look at what people have alleged is so insane about the alleged moon landing. And then look at the programs and the responses from NASA and uh, uh, these, the government and these agencies to uh, those questions and they're so far off and they're so like every it's like every question 
his answer with like the most vague answer that just doesn't make you feel like oh oh all right that's what it was unless your mind is like already leaning towards that you just need a little push and then i guess you'll believe anything somebody says so that's one of the first things i would encourage you to do uh and then like i said as far as uh moon landings i'm not telling you what to believe or what not to believe that's not what we do here at the truth earth you can believe whatever you want what we telling you to do is what think think about it right so my perspective it's my perspective. I'm always going to give that. But it's my perspective. You know, you might think and rationalize that it's fully possible. And you might even ration things in terms of the evidence they provided or the answers they give. Give that new concept, that new framework, that new thought process. It may open my, my, my eyes, my, my mind, and other listeners. But from everything I've seen in the world, like I said, when I see people with these kind of defensive responses and indignant kind of response, like, I don't even have to answer this you made the claim, but you don't have to answer this. You told the world you did something that nobody else has ever done in human history. <laughs> and, and, and you give us a shoddy video and a, a shitty looking lunar module. And uh, a quick backdrop here, I want to say something. <laughs> a little bit about my background for anybody who didn't listen to uh, any of the other podcasts. I worked in film, right? I worked in finance, but relative to speculative stuff, I worked in film for a little while. Just a little, I was, I might even say a low budget actor. Just honestly, I'm, uh, you know, I had, uh, I had businesses in my 30s. I'm 39, but about 30, between 34 and 37, I had a nice little business where I just, I made money so I could just do what I want. I just was acting. I was just, you know, I wanted to become a better presenter anyway, and uh, I just went into acting. I did a and uh, it worked out. So I did act. So here's the point. Working in that field, you know, you learn a lot about productions. And that's why you'll hear me questioning a lot of things from that you see with stuff like NASA. It just it seems like just a big production studio um, in a lot of ways. Not always, but in a lot of ways. And um, that's relative to a lot of the claims that I make here. Because what I see, I see things from a little bit of a different lens because of that and my experience with technology kind of virtual reality augmented reality you know photoshop just knowing about computers and just how you can almost like like now especially nowadays like you can take faces put them on moving bodies add voices change the voices like you can make anything now like like they say what was it believe none of what you hear and half of what you see i would say now it's got to be believe none of what you hear and like 10% of what you see because that's the world you live in and we're going to do a video and podcast really soon on that concept because it's very important that people are aware of the not the veils but more just the blinders that are on everywhere and just how they could be manipulated how they can be manipulated easier than any time before like I think now when we look at that that footage from 1969, it looks really shitty, but it looks like 1969 footage. If they did that same thing today, and if and if it, if it is fake, they would have made they could have made that thing look so real. They could have made that thing look so real. So we have to be aware of that. So, guys, 
the moon landing, uh, you're going to see it in the news. Go research it. Use your common sense. And uh, if you question it yourself, here's some questions for you. You can ask people if they if they uh, question you and say, why haven't we gone back? Why hasn't the technology developed that every country is now space travel is not a part of life? Like it should have been a part of life. Using money as an excuse is not an excuse. Um, you know, we waste money and blow money on a lot of insane things. And uh, to wrap this up, I think when you talk about landing somebody on the moon, that is one of the biggest, you know, like, I'm the man kind of moves <laughs> ever. And it's not a move that you would just, oh, we don't have money to go. No, that's a move you would just keep. That's like, you talk about doubling down. That's you, you. That's like a slap in the face of the world. And then now I'm just going to elbow you. I'm going to suplex you. I'm going to body slam you. I'm going to just, like now, like, you don't stop, basically. You don't just do that and stop. That's just not, that's just not how humanity is. That's just not how America is. It's just not how it is. You got something like that done, you double down, you put the pressure on, you just, you just dominate that field. So guys, go check it out. Um, moon landings, 50th year anniversary. Go do some research. Make sure you look at multiple sources and do not only... I'm not going to tell you not to look at the main sources, the big media platforms, but do not only reference those platforms. Truth hurts. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, We really appreciate it here. I just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments, suggestions, feedback, positive or negative. Anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward. That email address is tthblkpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, tthblkpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Basically, it's the truth hurts, but lies kills uh, podcast. And it's just abbreviated. So the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated, uh, put into six different letters, followed by the word podcast as one long word, right? T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it. We will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.